believe that the strength of God has been made manifest as a result of that anointing. I don't know what that anointing has done to you, but I want us to thank God. And after that, we are going to pray that, Lord, we are in the season of our covenants. This is a covenant season for Christ with Abanako. It is a season of God's divine intervention in our life. It is a season of encounter. And so, we, our heart needs to be hungry for it. Our heart needs to be thirsty for it. And the Bible says that blessed are those who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness sake, for they shall be filled. Not just for righteousness, but for the kingdom of God. You are thirsty for God. You are dissatisfied with your level and God wants us to take us into a higher realm. But we need to be thirsty. So you want to pray that God create a thirst in my heart, O oh God, in this season. Create an hunger for God in this season for me. Lift up your voice and begin to thank God. Father in heaven, we bless your name for your divine move among us, oh God, yesterday. We thank you for the way that you move in the midst of us. We thank you because indeed Jesus, who moved in the midst of the seven candlesticks, was present, oh God, yesterday. Thank you for the oil that was poured upon our head. Thank you for the yokes that have been destroyed. Thank you for the bodies that have been removed. Thank you, Father, for every limitation in our life that have been broken. Thank you for the healing that took place yesterday. Thank you, Father, because we were not the same, oh God, as we started, oh God, even last year, in the first year, even in last month, we thank you because you have, there's a demand, oh God, upon the anointing yesterday. And we thank you for the anointing that was present in our life. Thank you, Father, for destroying every works of the devil in our life. Thank you for complacency that have been destroyed. Thank you for lukewarmness that have been destroyed. Thank you for steering up our heart for more of God, oh Lord. Father, we thank you for the divine encounter that we had yesterday. We thank you for eyes that were open to hear, to see into the realm of the spirit. We thank you for our mind that was changed. Thank you, Lord God, that we are able to tap into the mind of Christ. Thank you for our ears that you opened yesterday to hear the voice of God. Thank you for our dream that has changed. Thank you for the encounter that we have had in our dreams. Thank you, Father, because you are still dealing with us, oh God. Prior to the time that we will not enter into the time, oh God, Father, of our convention. We know that the convention has started. And so, Father, God, we frame our mind, oh God, in such a way to expect from you, my God. You said, blessed are those, oh God, who thirst and hunger for righteousness. Father, we are hungry for you, Lord God. I pray for everyone, oh God, in Christ with Abanako, both young and old, who are not yet thirsty. Lord God, I pray, create a thirst in our heart, oh God. Create an hunger in our heart, oh God. Enable us to be dissatisfied with our level. Father, you want to take us deeper. And so, Lord, we empty ourselves of self. We empty ourselves of flesh. We empty ourselves of every carnality. And we say, Father, fill us with the power of your spirit. This month, oh God, is a month of power. And Lord, it happens to be our covenant month as a church. So, Father, fill us with the power of God. Fill us with the power of God. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost come upon us, oh God. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit come upon us, oh God. Let gifts that you have embedded in our spirit begin to manifest. The gift of word of knowledge. The gift of word of wisdom. The gift of faith. The gift of God of prophecy. The gift of healing, supernatural signs and wonders. The gift of discernment of spirit. The gift of tongues and interpretation of tongues. Manifest this gift in the name of Jesus. Stir up the gift of God in us, oh God. Those of us 
those who are blind spiritually, we pray that our eyes will begin to open into the realm of the Spirit, that we begin to see the activity of heaven in the name of the Lord Jesus. Open our eyes and open our minds. Father, we thank you for your visitation tonight. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Let's keep clapping, shouting, praising. You have not done enough. This is the second day. The stone has been rolled away. Apostle Minister did yesterday. There is freedom tonight. So let's keep on clapping, shouting, fire shouting, praising, glorifying the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good all the time. And the word of God says, the Lord said, let there be light. And there was light. Entrance to entering into the deep things of God tonight in the name of Jesus. With that in your mind tonight, let's just lift up our hands to heaven and read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and all that dwelleth therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart toward his falls, nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty, He is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 145, please. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. 
your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures through all generations the lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made the lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down the eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time you open your hands and satisfy the desires of every living thing the lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made the lord is near to all who call on him to all who call on him in truth he fulfills the desires of those who fear him he hears their cry and saves them the lord watches over all who love him but all the wicked he will destroy my mouth will speak in praise of the lord let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever amen
for you and I to manifest. We enter the manifestation now. Say we enter the manifestation now. It says the word that proceeds out of my mouth will not return to me empty. It will accomplish that which I have sent it and fulfill the purpose for which it is confirmed. I say the word that goes out of the word, mouth of the Lord in 51 chapter of Isaiah says, I have put my word in your mouth. So I want you to begin to paint your tomorrow now. Begin to speak into your life what should be, what should not be. Command them to cease. Begin to dis- declare every activity happening in your life that is not of God. Shut them down. It doesn't matter how tough they are. Shut them down. Command your prisoners to be set loose in the name of Jesus Christ. God has put his word in your mouth. God has put his word in your mouth. Speak to this here. You 2023. Hear the word of the Lord and begin to declare to it. Every prophecy spoken shall be done. Every prophecy spoken shall be fulfilled. Yes, Lord. My God. be unto you according to your word. Somebody say amen. amen. Welcome some beside you in the name of the Lord. Tell him this is the second victory night in 2023. You are welcome to the second day. Hallelujah. Please be seated. They can go key. Can you please go key here and carry this thing for me? Why are you going to take your seats? Put your hands together. You may not understand what I just said. All you English. You know, I'm going to start a school of language. We will get a teacher who will teach all Patwa. And then teach Igbo. All the children of Igbo will come and they will teach them that language. Yoruba, Hausa, Swahili. So that all these children that come from all over will know their mother tongue. <clears throat> Is it mother tongue or father? <clears throat> what do you call it here? Is it mother tongue or father tongue? It's mother tongue. Or is it pity? You bear your father's name and you are speaking your mother tongue. Can you imagine that? <laughs> huh? It is the mothers who have the tongue, not the fathers. Amen. Why are you looking at me like that? I say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
There are some things we say, but God put it in our mouth. Because he has created eternity in the heart of man. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm so happy for you, Christ with Tabernacle. You are living in your Canaan now. <laughs> Some are still waiting to enter their Canaan, but you have entered your Canaan now. <laughs> Hallelujah. We have left Egypt, we have crossed the Red Sea, but we are now living in our Canaan. You know something about Canaan? Every provision of life is available in Canaan. The provision you need before you were born have been made ready in Canaan before you were conceived. So when you enter Canaan, it's a matter of comply. And it will happen to you. For with God, all things are what? Possible. I want to say this before I go into the lecture today, that if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, okay, what are you? What did the Bible say you are now? Children of, children of who? <clears throat> if you have been doubting your child, your, your position as God's children, from tonight start doubting it. That is what you are by default. It is not by your choice, it is by the choice of the one who adopted you. I will together now. You know, choice of adoption emanates from the parents who want to adopt. But then, the child they want to adopt will have to agree by giving consent to the, ado- the adoptee. So, it is with God. God had ordained to adopt you and I. But when He sent His Holy Spirit to us, to tell us about it, we give consent. The people outside there have not given their consent yet. That's why they are not God's children. But we gave consent. And when we gave consent, our consent became the validation of our adoption. I hope we all understand what I'm saying. I'm speaking to English now. So, when a child is adopted, the Bible tells us that all the estates belongs to the child. I would get now. So which means that the ability of the child to exercise the right of adoption, or, or rather, the right of adoption that could be demonstrated by a child is subject to the ability of that child and the knowledge of that child. I would get now. Okay. But it's not that the child is less a child than other children. A child is a child. In law, you have equal access and equal rights. Of course. Of course. But however, what you can, the right you can exercise as a child adopted into a family depends on your own consciousness. Because you may still be living not as a child because of child that were born into the family. And you may be distincting yourself from those who are born in the family. However, when you wake up to the consciousness that you are as equal as a child born, you bear the same name, you have the same legate, you have the same rights, I think from that time your mentality will change. Are we together? Are you with me now? Now, you must understand this because of what God has begun to do in this February. I told you yesterday, you know, yesterday I just told you about myself. 
That is my personal encounters with Jesus. And I told you that because I wanted to prepare your heart for what God will begin to do now. What has begun to do. So that you can easily enter into it. Now let me say this to you therefore. The kingdom of God, Romans chapter 8. Look at it very quickly. Romans chapter 8. Let's look at verse 28 first. What does he say? And we know that in all things God works or is working for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to what? Come on, answer me over there. According to what? Yes. Now look at the second verse. Let's read it together. Please. I can't hear you from the back there. Uh Uh-huh. So he is born, and then we are born again. Yes. And this scripture makes me know that those that God has adopted like you and I, God had predestined or pre-programmed us that once we are adopted, we will become exactly like the sons isn't it like the son of god to say we are predestined to be conformed to the likeness or you may want to call that image of the son of god well the scripture that calls it likeness like this is very very correct It is very correct in the sense that it did not quantify the likeness. So it left the likeness, you know, an open speech. Which means the likeness is applicable to anything like Christ is. Christ is the Son of God, you are like the Son of God, you are the Son of God. Christ cast out demons, you cast out demons. Christ, you know, spoke to the Father, you speak to the Father. Christ heard the voice of the Father, you hear the voice of the Father. Christ saw angels, you see angels. Christ uh, raised the dead, you raise the dead. So, everything Christ is in his mannerism is your ultimate goal. Anything Christ is in his physical is your ultimate goal. Anything Christ is in his behavior or in his teaching, everything that is Christ is you. So, I love that word likeness. But let me now help you on the word image. The other translation says that like the image of Christ. An image... It's just an exact replica of an object in physics. Image is, when you stand before, in this case, a a mirror. That is a proper mirror. And I said that to qualify the mirror. A plain mirror is called in physics. Because there are some mirrors that are not plain. When you start before the mirror, the distance of the object to the medium, which is the mirror, is the same distance of the image to the mirror. That's the first thing you are taught. The second thing you are taught is that the size of the object is the exact size of the image. In height, in breadth, in width, in everything. As you are looking at yourself, what you are seeing over there is exact, exact yourself. When 
when the object raises his right hand, involuntarily, the image raises his right hand. But they are laterally inverted. For those of you who are physics inclined. Now, let me tell you this now. If you are the image of Jesus, it means everything that Jesus does, you are able involuntarily to do it. Now, but what happens is that when you get born again, the first thing that, the first capacity you earn is your reasoning mental. You will discover that your mental begins to change into the mental of Christ, which is the functioning of your human mind. Okay? Don't go there. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 16. It says, well, go there, we'll come back to this. Your mind. What did it say? Shall we read it together? No. 1 Corinthians 2 16. For those from who, but for who has stop. Let's read together. For who Okay, so you have the mind of Christ. No wonder, I want to help you understand the, the, the use of words of, of Romans. Who can instruct God, but who, who has known the mind of God that he may instruct him? So anybody who will instruct God must know the mind of God. The word instructor is not mean command. It means what you have been reading from verse 9. You remember it says the Holy Spirit searches all things, even the mind, the sacred mind of God. Okay, let me read it to you. And then we go to verse 28. You see here you have the mind of Christ. Now, verse Nine says, however it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. But, the next verse, shall we read that together? God has revealed it to us. The Spirit, understand what we are talking about is to help you understand the word instruct God. Okay? Who can instruct God except the one who has the mind of Christ? So this scripture tells us that there are some hidden mystery about your life, about my life, about about United Kingdom, about Russia, about uh, Ukraine, about uh, America, about countries in Africa that nobody knows, but God knows it. Is that correct? So, those hidden mystery, he now said, have been revealed to us already, but I don't know it. But it has been revealed to me. You don't know it, but it has been revealed to me. Why haven't we known it, though it's revealed to us? Because it is in the Holy Spirit that dwells in you. Now, you will agree with me from simple understanding that if the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God coming to live inside man, no wonder this scripture is correct. Everything that God knows in heaven there, every saint knows them in the Holy Spirit. Am I saying something? 
But you see, the Holy Spirit is God Himself. And amazingly, He lives in us mortal men. My Lord, when I, anybody, anybody, anytime I think about that, I feel so humbled. Now, and our human mind is on this earthly region, and we cannot know, apart from our head, what we have read or heard. But inside us is the spirit of the Most High God, who has the knowledge of all things from creation, before creation, pre-creation, creation, and post-creation. Can you imagine the wealth that lives in us who believe in Jesus? So, no Christian has a more Holy Spirit than the Holy Spirit that others have. But then, what a miserable man. How can flesh and blood that will die and be buried, but the Spirit continues to live? How can this flesh and blood comprehend the Almighty, the immortal, invisible, the only wise God, the eternity from eternity? How can this human, human, human that they created understand? So, He gave you... When you adopted a new mind called the mind of Christ. Am I with you? Am I with you? Hey, do you hear me there? Say, I have the mind of Christ. I love it. I have the mind of Christ. All right now that you recognize that again and reaffirm that. Now verse 16 says, For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Which means that the amount of the mind of Christ that you can program your mind to understand determines what you can know. Am I direct? Okay. All of us have the mind of Christ. But we don't all know the same thing. So what makes difference between those who know more? It's not fasting. It's not prayer. It is they are educating their mind, flesh, to access the spiritual mind that lives inside Holy Spirit in them. To be able to decode what Holy Spirit is saying. To understand what that Spirit inside them is saying. Which is that what God is saying. Are we together? You know a child that is born that is going to be the judge of the whole country. He will go to primary school like everybody. He will go to secondary school like everybody. He will just find himself on the, on the career of law. Like everybody. But not all lawyers become the chief justice. And one day he will just become the chief justice. Alright? So, that child had gone through a procedure from birth. All the classmates he passed through could be the same. However, he went to that narrow path because that is where he inclined his mind to gain understanding. And what did he do? He studied in the knowledge of that understanding. Even when others are playing, he continued to study. He, he made up his mind that I will be the chief justice in this country. And he walked towards it and walked towards it and broadened his knowledge about law, broadened his knowledge. Everybody may have natural knowledge of law, but he's not. He is outstanding in his
disposition and then suddenly by the time that is ready for him to be appointed they found no one like him among the judges but he so are you let God in this season let go so you recognize therefore Romans 8 29 look at what he says again for those God for you you and I he has also predestined our predestination to become Lord conformed to the likeness or image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many you see the word there predestined to be conformed means a process from one stage to another state that's what it means so do we agree do we agree I was discussing with a young man and God put it in my heart. All teenage men to the age of 25, you will have meeting with Apostle this month. All teenage girls from the age of 13 to the age of 20, whatever, 21. I don't want to see you guys who are beyond 21. You will come to Apostle. I will give you the day. Because the Lord has been putting them in my heart. To help shape them for Him. Both in academics, in building their intelligence quotients, and in spiritual. And because of that, there is, a, there is a program I'm facing this year that today, the result of today was that I just told my family that I'm going to postpone that program because of this assignment. I'm not in a haste. I have passed the age of haste. Every white stuff you see in my head. They didn't fall like snow. I don't know when they even grew. Because if I had known, I would have attacked them one after the other. But I, I didn't have the opportunity to know. I just woke up one day and I saw that the whole hair has been decorated by, you know, the glory of God. <laughs> and I look at some of my their beloved sisters um, who also they look black outside and underneath. Uh, I, I wish I was born in the day of John Wesley that I can put on wig and then cover my head and just look like, you know, <laughs> paint my face and look like. However, you know, I can, I can disguise all my face and all stuff like that to a particular age. And then the Bible says, change and decay all around. I see it begin to fall to pieces. Everywhere we fall to pieces, the chin, laughter will look like frowning. You understand what I'm saying? We'll get there. We'll get there. And then you look at your picture when you were young. I was showing some of my pictures when we were myself and mommy today to a young man. I'm going to show it to all of you, church. You see, where's the girl? She's there. My girl, she's there. How she was when I met her, and by the grace of God Almighty, what she is now. You are going to see the true picture. All right? <laughs> Hallelujah. 
So you understand this, that you and I are going through a process of change. But change for better. Are we together? We are going through a process of change. You know, you must be patient with your brother. You may be a fly move. Your wife or husband may be a slow move. But they are all mowing the grass. You get what I'm saying now? If you're a pastor, you may have people that before you say it, they know it. They are there before you. And when you are preaching, they will say that, yes, I am there before you, pastor. Preach on, pastor. But you have others who will just keep quiet and be listening. You have some of them that everything you say, they will regurgitate it. They will just give them to you. But you have some others that on your knees, until your knees begin to peel, before God answers their prayer and they start behaving like what you want. Pastor, Pastor, is a problem again. Okay, 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 okay. Have patience. As long as they stick on you, they will get there. And don't change your course so that they will not be misled. You know about us who teach the Word of God. Let me share briefly with you what I shared with the prophetic voice meeting in the prophetic voice meeting. Say to somebody, we will get there. Jesus is already there. We will get there. Take it easy with me. Tell the person, take it easy with me. I will get there. That's my anger. They didn't speak. As if none of them got hungry before. I said, that's my anger. I give it to Jesus. Am I talking to you now? Yes, this is something I've shifted yesterday in this church. Let me show you something. Those of us who lead the people, who are leaders in the household of faith, what did you say about us? We are the leaders. I'm ordained a deacon, a deaconess. Like someone said, deacon. A deaconess. Huh? A deacon or deaconess. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Look at the book of First Timothy chapter 4, verse 11. All of you pastors, teachers, prophets, apostles, bishop, pope. <clears throat> I want to be a pastor. Okay, thank you. We will make you one. But understand this. Shall we read our scripture together? I command and teach. He said, command and teach these things. What things? What things? This is Paul talking to Timothy. Now let's read verse 12. Don't let... Hey, 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 hey. So this is the problem now to you. When we ordain you as a pastor... You will be the pastor of your mother, if your mother is in the church. You will be the pastor of people who are up to your father and your mother. You will be the pastor of the prime minister of the country if he attends your church. You will be the pastors of doctors and lawyers and judges and engineers shattered all over the whole place. But you must treat them as equal. 
You must not allow what they are to intimidate you. You are a shepherd. They are sheep. Are you hearing me now? The first day my mother saw me drunk in the spirit and power of God. She was in my service. And the power of God hit the whole place. I was preaching on Sunday for three hours in the church where they preach only 30 minutes on Sunday. Nobody moved. No pen. A pen drop, you hear the, the, the noise. People who were demonic, were, demons were flying out of them without me moving from one spot. When I point my finger to an area, you see power of God move manifesting. We got home that day. Normally when we come back home, we always pray as a family. When we go, we pray as a family. We got home that day. And we said, let us pray. My mother said, stop. She came before me and knelt down. She said, every one of you, all my siblings, with my elder sister, down their knees. She said, it was spoken about him when he was, before I conceived him. When I conceived him, the prophet spoke concerning him. He says, I gave back to him, I saw him grow. He said, today, you have become my father. And he said, my son, lay hands on me. Here am I. And this is the woman who conceived me. However, you must respect the old age, though you are their shepherd. I had to lay hands on my mother, but you know, I had to respect her position as the one who gave birth. So, when it comes to counsel, she can talk to me. When it comes to God, she asks from me, what is God saying? A shepherd is not the one who bores people. Neither is a shepherd a person who is intimidated by what people are. Are we together? Lawyers, we call that balancing act. Am I talking to some of you? Prime Minister, uh, our great Lady Tatcha. She will be in the parliament, everybody is afraid. When she stands up to speak, everybody enters back into their shell. With the grace God has given her in knowledge. But when she gets home, she is the wife of Mr. Thatcher. She cooks, they showed her in her kitchen, while she was cooking for the husband, and take, looking for the chicken care of the children with her apron on her, Mrs. Thatcher. So also the Bible says, do not let anyone intimidate you if you are a shepherd. Then he now says something more dangerous. But, what did he say? Set, say it together, set, say it again, set. You want to be a pastor? Can we follow your example? Ah, God is calling me, God is calling me. I should be ordained, I should be ordained. Bring your head. Is it not to pour? <laughs> we pour gallon. <laughs> if you want to bath with all oil, we will pour a whole gallon on you to anoint and ordain you so that you will soak from head to toe. But is there any example in you? You who still engage yourself in fighting, quarreling with members, and we make you pastor. 
are we not exposing you to a danger because the chief shepherd will ask of you or your pastorship? If you are a woman, you are not able to divide between this, the, the headship of your husband and the headship of Jesus. Your husband is your head in home affairs. God is your head in the spiritual. And then you allow the position of your husband to derange you from your duty. Similarly, you are a husband and you have a wife. And you cannot put a line between your role as a shepherd and your role as a husband. And you allow what they call sensual love. To make your wife derange you. Come on now. There's a chief shepherd. He does not spare any man in judgment. There is a, there is a video I watched very, very few days ago about a man who went to hell. I will play to all of you. We will all sit down here. And this man saw Hitler, Adolf Hitler. He exp- you know why I agree with him? He said something I told you. And that is. I was taken to heaven by a cherub, and a cherub flew to me to reveal to me what God is saying about me, my life. And the cherub was before me, you remember, and the cherub said something, and I replied in my mind, oh, cherub, I said, angels, no mathematics, and I said, the cherub also spoke back in his mind without opening his mouth, and I could hear his mind like audible voice. So I say in heaven, you can't plot any coup because the moment you are plotting your mind, everybody is hearing it. Everybody is hearing it. As you are here, so I don't know where your mind has traveled, some of you. Some of you, you are there, you are here, you are listening. But there are some of you, you are looking at me, you are just looking. Your mind has gone to Australia. God, God help you. <laughs> or China or Japan, or who knows. And then you bring back your mind again. And, mm, no, 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 no. Let me hear Apostle, isn't it? <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't it? I will let you listen to that man. His testimony is, is faithful. So, you want to be a pastor? This tape must be played to every CFT global. We don't ordain you because you want it. The office fivefold ministry is a calling. If the poor is it gallon I said before? Yes, sir. <laughs> if they pour 10 gallons of oil on your head and we present you to the church as a pastor, they expect manifestation of a pastor. If you, the day they say go and lead prayer and you are rattling all over, remember this, this sister can lead prayer better than this pastor. This sister can preach better than this pastor. When we put you on reflection that you come and say something 10 minutes, then your Pandora's box will be exposed. But they will not say who ordained you. Are you with me now? <laughs> because if you are not called to an office and we appoint you to an office, you will not have provision from heaven for that office to function. Is that somebody, all these people call themselves prophets, prophet, prophet, and prophets. They do, you know, I want to say signboard. Well, they do signboard as well. They do, uh, you know, pamphlets or they do a business card. I'm a prophet this, I'm a prophet that. And then in America, you know, we went, I was in a meeting and they said, oh, Oh, this is a prophet of the Lord. And they introduced the prophet so-called. And I was there too. <coughs> At that time I sat in the office of a seer. So, and she would take a tape. And she would come to this person. And she would say, Thus said the Lord. And he begin to say something, say something, say something, say something. And then he recorded it. And at the end of the record, she would give you that tape. And 
you give him one uh, ten dollars. The next one, she will, she say something, 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 and she give you that tip, ten dollars. In those days, they sell the, the small tip about uh, some some maybe less than a, a pay a dollar. And the prophet was speaking and collecting money, speaking, and I stood like this. So I changed to the other eyes to see what is speaking in this prophet. And I saw he's an empty shell. He's on his way to hell. I just stepped in. Stop! You know, apostle sometimes, he's a strange man. I told them, all the prophecy is a lie. The person who brought me is such a powerful person in the United States. And that person brought me as her own mother, her own father, in the Lord. And this is the person who invited these people. If I'm your father, you, you listen to my instruction. She just said, who? I dismissed the meeting. Then we had a proper meeting. And when God began to speak... You see all these prophecies that the Lord is with you, the Lord will strengthen you, I see you a great, a great star, I see you greatness, I see you this. Who is not great? Can a great God create ungreat people? That's rubbish. That is not prophecy. I see your star shining with star. There is no star. You don't have a star. You are Mr. And star is star. <laughs> There is no connection between any star in heaven with any human being. Someone says, when Jesus was born, they saw a comet. Did they tell you in the Bible that that comet is Jesus? Yes? When Jesus Christ they, 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 they was baptized, uh, when, when the Holy Ghost, well, after he was baptized in water, and the Holy Ghost came upon him, and they saw like a dove, physical dove, and the dove entered into his head. Why is dove not entering the head of other Christians? So, if you, <laughs> if I'm ministering to you, and you see some doves flew into the church, what will you do? <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that. Even if I say, stop it, stop it, you will be binding and losing doves. No, it entered Jesus. You say, not my head. <laughs> Don't you understand? God did that because of significance of revealing the Son. And John the Baptist said, the Father said, the one I see, the dove, come upon him and rest upon him. Because Satan can counterfeit it, but it cannot enter. It's to reveal Jesus. So then, I told the prophet to shut the mouth off. The fact is that if God did not call you to an office and you are appointed to the office, you will be a good chatterbox. If because you operated in the gift of the Spirit and so you thought the gift is the office and you enter into the office, the gift will stop flowing and you become mechanized. Therefore, no one can say, My wife, I think she's a pastor. <clears throat> you don't think for others. The people that God called must hear the call. And if they hear the call, they must exhibit some character. Eh? One of it is that they must not be bossy. The sheep that you... Can't you see me in your midst? 
In the midst of Christ's tabernacle, who is not my friend? Even is the only devil, and he will not come here. Amen. No, he won't attend service because the fire is too much. He won't attend service. <laughs> if he makes a mistake to come by the door, something will happen to him. You see me hug everybody. Don't you see the children when they run to me? Is there a child in this house that does not come to apostle and feel that other children should? Is there any member here who does not stop me on the road and tell me what you want to say and I give you my attention? Have I discriminated between you and you and you? Ho, 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 ho. It is one of the elements that makes a shepherd. It's not what you adopt. It's what is born in you. If you mimic it, you will soon be exposed. So those who are shepherds, is it when they grew up, God now called them? No. He created them like that to come. So that when the time comes and they are revealed, they have the qualities built in them. If you are somebody, you hate people. That one down, that one down. Before they say one word, you have said ten words. And you are ready to give it to them. If they make you a shepherd, that can cut your life short. Really, I'm telling you. Because the chief shepherd cannot condone such shepherd for too long because he died for the flock. Let me tell you. As much as you are, not, you are born with qualities, some qualities that will emerge and make you a leader. Similarly, in politics, those who are leaders in politics, they are born with those qualities. Those who try to build it up, they can only be supporter of the of the one born with it. Those who are born with it, when they talk, they don't look at papers. They can produce all their speeches in their head. That's a born politician. But the other ones can be close to them by writing what he wants to see and reading his sermon. Okay? But people will see the distinction. And when they start asking questions, you will know the one that is called. Because the one that is called, any question you ask, spontaneous results. Yeah, spontaneous answer. Yeah, spontaneous answer. It's not because they are too educated. It's just because they are born. It's inside them. There are information you will have. When they ask questions, you may not be able to connect those information. Because you are not gifted. But they can connect all those information because it's in their head. It's not that they are genius or something that you are not. So, to be a leader... You want to be a pastor? Think it twice or five eyes. That is five times. Twice, three eyes, twice, five eyes. <laughs> Are you with me here, church? I can hear you quiet. And if you say you want to be a pastor, and they make you a pastor, and because God didn't call you a pastor, He gave you the wife He gave you. And your wife cannot contain the discipline of pastor because when your wife needs her husband, God needs her husband. And she's not... She, I've seen women who told the husband that I didn't marry pastor. I married you as a man. They are correct. 
The man should ask himself, Where, how did I get into this pastor stuff? The same thing, the man, the man, the wife, no, 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 <clears throat> I marry a wife. Because, you see, if God called you, he will give you the person who will, or he is also programmed to understand the calling. Am I with you now? Because of these qualities. One, set example to believers in what? Speech. In what? Life. In what? Love. In what? Faith. And what? Purity. That's what it's called pastor. And if you are a pastor's wife, you better listen to me. Because if any woman hinder the husband, that woman stands in the condemnation of hell. If any man hinders the wife, that man stands in the condemnation of hell. That is the judgment of hell. You will hear that man's confession, uh, uh, you know, uh, experience in hell. A husband must help the wife to fulfill her spiritual mandate. A wife must help the husband to fulfill his spiritual mandate because husband-wife stop finish when we die. Reality begins to each person when we are gone. It's my delight to tell you that tomorrow morning I'll be officiating in the funeral of my very dear friend Bishop Reed. Tomorrow. And I've been told that I'll be given an opportunity to speak about this man of God tomorrow. Everything that has a beginning in this world has an end. And then their deeds shall follow them. That's what the Bible says. Your deed will follow you. That's the reason why you cannot be a hindrance to your spouse when it comes to the call of God, which will be eternal. Love, 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 love has limits. I will teaching you in this month about Almighty Formula. What is Almighty Formula? Say, 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 say. You remember it? No, 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 no. You remember Almighty Formula, I told you. Pa- pa- Pastor Debbie, Pastor Debbie, Pastor Debbie. <laughs> Let me hear Pastor Debbie now. That's when you go to the mountain top and fast for three days without food and with water. Good. Almighty formula from beginning of said I told you if anything is so confusing to you or something is happening that is terrible is contrary to God let me tell you you can this you can command the time of expiration and command the time of God's intervention you have the right to do that go away or lock yourself in the room wherever three days without food and water I tell you, whatever you are looking for, you will wake up on the four days there. Just seeking God. Fall on your face before God. For three days of food and water, we'll talk about that. Don't miss any meeting. Okay? But this, let's finish this. We are talking about you as a leader of God. In the household of God. Now, come and consider those leaders who sexually abuse their members. Or members who sexually abuse other people's wives or other people's husbands. 
I was talking to ministers on Monday. And I had knowledge of some things happening in some Pentecostal churches across the globe. Of such recklessness in the church. Because I'm not dealing with that now, I'll show you many other things. Because I'll finish very shortly. Set example. Break the world record. In humility, boldness, faith, speech, life, love, and purity. The next verse says, Until I come, devote yourself to public reading of the scripture, to preaching and teaching. Preach and teach. And I've told you where you see a minister take the microphone. The moment you take the microphone, hey, you're gonna, oh, hi. Pack your Bible and get out because the Spirit of God is not in all this noise. Okay? God cannot be mechanized. When you begin to speak, you start in the natural. When the Spirit interjects, you experience some commotion. Then you teach. Because it will be lifted so that you can teach the people. If you go to a church whereby every day is shout, 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 the pastor, yeah, ooh, if you remain, your blood is on your head. Because the Bible says that shepherds should preach and teach. Preach and teach. Because a shepherd is supposed to be a teacher of the word and a, a person who lives that word. You live the life of it. So that you can be seen as an example of what is called purity, possibility of the spiritual in this natural nature. If you are, if you are a shepherd who doesn't strive to please God, you will have members who don't have the you know, the, the inspiration to please God. They won't have it. Show me a church and I'll show you who is their shepherd. If you look at CFT church, everybody wants to see God. Everybody wants to see vision. Everybody wants to see heaven. Why? Because that's what the leader does. When worship, you want to worship God. You pray, you want to pray to God. Read the Bible. Even people who have been lazy, when I began to tell you that, when you lead prayer, lead prayer from the Bible you read. It does it not straighten up everybody. And you are not told, all the people who leave prayer in this church, we don't tell them a day before that it's your turn to leave prayer. No. When we are on, the, on this internet, we see you on the, on the Zoom, we appoint you. If you are a leader, you don't come to the Zoom. Mm-hmm. The church is going, the work is going on. Because when you get to heaven, they will ask you. That you are part of them. Look at this member, he leads the prayer. They look for you, they didn't find you. I might with you. Why are you looking like this to me? <laughs> Answer me yes. <laughs> Hello? That is apostle for you. You shall know the truth, and the truth will send you running. Are you with me now? I still love you, that's why I tell you the truth. The conch truth. Until I come, devote yourself to preaching. Then the next verse says. Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through a prophetic message when the body of elders lay their hands on you. You know, if you, when we assign you to pray, we assign people that we know will not disgrace us as a church. 
If they call you to pray and they give you ten minutes, uh, two minutes or three minutes to pray, and then you are saying, Father, Lord, Lord, Father, when your three minutes is gone, we know you are prayed. You know, you began sensibly. We pray about this, and we pray, we pray, we pray, we pray, and then you don't have words to say anymore. And we say, yeah, we thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you. What is we thank you, Lord, and Lord, we thank you. I know the same thing. <laughs> and then you are saying, uh, yes, Lord, yeah, and we thank you, and we thank you. Holy Spirit has left you in prayer. Shut that mouth. If you can't shut that mouth, then the next time, we will not want to assign you because we know that when the Holy Ghost finishes using you, you will now begin to use yourself. And our time is precious. 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 Similarly, if we tell you to pray, and then you, you have to pray for three minutes, and you go, three minutes, four minutes, you see, and the whole church are looking. Next time, next time, we will not assign you. Until you stand before Apostle, and tell Apostle, the, did you not read in the Bible that the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet? So I need to coach you. If you think that that is impressing us, we don't want you to come here and impress us. We want you to come here and spiritualize us. Am I talking to you now? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you don't understand that, and then, hey, yeah, it is not on this stupid you want to show Moses. Anybody who wants to flex muscle, I'm looking for you. When we pray Friday at 1 a.m., everybody go, remain with me. Remain with Apostle. Just Apostle, I want to remain today. Okay. I don't have business so, than that. I will pray your intestine out. So, <laughs> and I need people who will do that with me. There are so many prayers to pray that the one hour cannot be enough for us. I stop one hour because of you. Okay? After you, there are people who remain on your Zoom. They will testify. You finish your, your prayer at 1, you finish your, at, at 9, you finish your prayer at 7 or you have at, 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 at 10. I'm there with them on the Zoom till 12 or past 12. They will skip there, you know, listening to my music. And then when it's 12, I want to go and pray and I, I switch off the music and go. I believe that those ones, they are late sleepers. So they pray after 12. And so I leave them society of enjoyment and worship until 12. You know what I'm saying to you? The pulpit is not a place to show yourself. It's a place to please God and to walk by the Spirit of God. If you know they say to come and lead prayer, you are not prepared. Just say to the pastor that I'm so sorry, Pastor, I'm not prepared today. It's a good thing. And Pastor will check somebody else who has studied the easy way. I want to test you whether you really read. That's something. Because you must be the word of God must be full inside every one of you. And that's the only way. If you read the Bible looking for something to, to, to pray, you will be hearing God because you are looking for God speaking. And you will, you, will, you will see a verse that others don't see, that God will call your attention to it and tell you something. So when we call you to come and pray, you have something to share because you have studied the word and you have sought God. And that's the training school for every one of us. You know that I myself have to read the same scripture because sometimes I will not speak about those scriptures. You remember? 
So I can't give you scripture to read, and I'm reading something else. I read other books, I read other scripture, but the one for the day, I must study it. I always read your scripture at zero hour of the day. That's in the morning, before I go to bed, the scripture of the day, I read it and I sleep. Then in the day, I come and study again. So that I can hear, understand what you hear from God. I can go from there and take you to other things that I've had from God. In the same verse. So when they call you to come and pray, and you, two minutes, three minutes, and it is sensible, impactful, then we will be putting you there. But if it is, start with unction, and then waste the rest of our time. I think Pastor Tyron now has been doing something very good for me. We just say uh, amen in the name of Jesus. <laughs> when you hear the voice of Pastor Tyron under, the pray, under your prayer, you know that uh, that prayer fire is now finished. You have been turbocharged. You are now into neutral. And you keep going. So we'll stop you. <laughs> we'll stop you. Hallelujah. I will finish this by the last verse. It says, so do, do not neglect the gifts. Use your gift when, they, when we lay hands on you. You see, why do I lay hands on you or anoint you in CFT? I do that because God instructed me. Somebody may say that, oh, why should you be anointing people? When he starts his own church, he should not anoint them. Leave their head to be dry. You know, people who don't hear God, Somebody who has not founded a church, correcting those who have founded a church that is striving. I can't understand it. And some people believe in them. You believe in a blind man? Blindly, the blind Jesus said, he fall into pit. If God tells me to anoint you for every Sunday for this year, I will. Each time I lay hands on you, there is a transfer of unction. Look at what Paul said. The prophet, he says, which do not neglect the gift, your gift, which was given through our prophetic message when the body of elders lay hands on you. When I lay hands on you, something go out of me. That's why you mustn't put your head to any minister. Oh, you went to a meeting, they said, oh, they're anointing them. You put your head there. If that person is an adulterer, the spirit will enter you. I've seen a lot of Christians who went into adultery because the person who laid hands on them was an adulterer. Your head is the entrance to your destiny. It is the entrance to your spirit man. That's why the Bible says, lay hands suddenly on no man. And you too, don't be, be careful if you are a Christian that they are laying hands, you do go lay hands. Don't just lay hands. There is a woman that came when we were in Austin's church. She has snakes in her head. She confessed to the church, this church, that any minister, all the ministers who lay hands on her head, died instantly. They died. In this London, some ministers died. Because that the serpent will stink them because they don't have the Spirit of God. Because one says a minister does not mean that God is in him. And she said, when they brought her, she said that she will, she will see me dearly hands on her. But she said, when my hand was coming to her head, the serpents ran. Abhi, Pastor. Pastor Debbie was there. The serpent ran. And when I lay hands on that head, they brought, me, brought her to me to pray. Her husband brought her to me. I said, I destroyed the crown on your head. She said, my crown vanished. How did this man know I have a crown? It's not only Satan worshippers that can see. We can see more than them. Are we together now? And that crown is our seal in the cult. 
And that serpent is a guidance spirit. He ran off when my hand reached the head. Then she, she when I finished, I said, okay, hey, Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Emmanuel, uh, Bishop Enacho was one of them then. And uh, Pastor, um, uh, what is his name? Uh, you know, went to Nigeria. I said, go, go, go and deal with it. They took her and she was going, she was going. Suddenly, in the darkness, she started rolling all over the whole place. They, she was fighting them. Her husband is tall. The man was on the floor. And this woman is very slim and tiny. How a woman tiny can floor a man? I can't understand. They ran to me and said, Pastor, 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 this is what's happening. I said, okay. I got there. Stop! He said, uh, you are taking my crown. Shut up. Follow me. She followed me. After dealing with it, I told my pastor that, are you not learning by practical? You know why you, you cried, Jesus, 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 nothing happened. Come on, come on, come on. Bind you, bind you, went out. You, <laughs> you went so, so ballistic. You used every formula, it didn't happen. You know why? Your mindset with God, number one, your mouth. Number two, your belly. Number three. When we are fasting, you are eating. You have this mind that this one, how can you sit down in your own house of comfort and the only thought that came to your heart is the person who offended you? Can you imagine that? When others are thinking about angels, they are thinking about heaven, they are thinking about how they will get the whole people saved, delivered from the hands of Satan. You are sitting down in your house, no problem. You create a problem with your brain for yourself. That this person, this person, what he did to me. And then Satan will say, oh yes, you are very welcome. We are in the business together. Associate minister. And they begin to tell you, you know, more develop, more about heart, about hate, about heart, about hate. Before you know it, you are now committing sin in your mind. Against the person who is innocent. The person is somewhere else enjoying his life. He didn't know you are, you are under torture. I will not allow the devil to abuse my mind. The Bible says to a Christian, whatsoever is good, whatsoever is lovely, if there be any virtue or praise, consider ye. If somebody duped me, he had already duped me. What's my business? That to move on. My thinking about this person who duped me, this person who duped me. Can he bring the dupe back? Can he bring the money back? So why do I use my brain for nothing? I will just look at how silly I was. That the person was able to dupe me, and then I will bridge it so that next time I won't be as foolish as that. And I go, I see the person in the uh, outside. He said he didn't dupe me. He said he's not going to pay. No problem. I can't go to prison like for that. I see him on the road. The third one to come. I said, wait. That thought will remain. Hello, brother. How are you? And I move on. That is the one who dupes you. He made me more sensible. Hmm. If he didn't do that, who knows what they were, other people would have done. It was my teacher of sense. Like somebody said, borrow me, borrow me. For my, I just borrowed my money. I gave my money out. I have gone to my bank, took 20,000 pounds, gave to a pastor who came from Nigeria. Because you had, he, uh, before you speak two words, he was speaking tongues. If you speak two words, you were speaking. I said, wow, <coughs> what a spiritual woman. <coughs> you know? And she had a business. I have this business. I said, okay. He said, I just need 20,000 pounds. I can't even have, I don't even have 1,000 pounds in my saving. I said, well, the way you are talking, I had compassion. He said, I will go to my bank. I don't know. Ask them to give me 20,000. You said you will pay it in one month. All right? And love believe all things. 
I didn't recognize that love also is not foolish. <laughs> in those days, he believed all things, but it's not dogmatic. I just said, okay, okay, okay. I went to the bank, and behold, the bank manager accepted. What would you say? I said, my position there, ah, it's God. I didn't know it was the devil. Not everything God did. And the God was looking at me, and I gave her the money. She went back to her country. She went, she was to pay for a delivery of stockfish. She paid for it in Norway. They delivered the stockfish. I sent my pastor in Lagos to go there. They saw the stockfish, put in the warehouse, and the people we buy came and bought. Seven days, they finished selling it. And my pastor in Lagos certified that it's also my money into my account. One week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, ten weeks, seven weeks, one year, two years, ten years, fifteen years. I had to be paying, repaying until that day I was able to pay. And I saw this woman one day at um, hotel in, in Abuja with police guards. She was the commissioner of finance of one of his states. Pastor, pastor, they now made that commissioner of finance. Who does not know that <laughs> that, that governor, that governor, is either is a collaborator or he will regret his life. I just call her by her name, Pastor such and such. Oh, Daddy, Daddy! Yeah. All the police say, "This is my spiritual dad, spiritual dad." <laughs> I earn, I earn a good title, isn't it? After duping me, but do you know, brethren, as she went away, I thought I would learn lesson. I didn't learn. God took me through a proper career. Just about a year or so after, another one came and said that he, he needs 10,000 pounds. And he painted, he's a pastor too. He painted all what that, in the evidence before me. He's telling the truth. Uh-uh. I went to bank. <laughs> I will say this poor man. I was a poor man then. <laughs> I'm no more poor. I went back, borrowed money, gave it to him. That one too did the business. He got, so he got the money. But to part with the money, here's the problem. He didn't. He didn't. He ran away completely. Like, he changed his address. I can't find him. <laughs> By anybody. And one day, after many years, he suffers. He's a pastor. He was not a pastor then, but he's now a pastor. Hmm? You want me to tell you more? They fooled me well, well. Before, <laughs> before the Lord taught me lesson that, open your eyes, my son. You know, love is not blind. If love is blind, you will have just married any woman on the streets. <laughs> love have eyes. This go and ask for mommy. But they are both pastors. You know what I'm saying to you? You who is wanting to be a shepherd must be thoroughly furnished. And you who is a believer must be very, very careful. Are we together now? I think tomorrow we'll finish. Do not neglect the gifts you got by laying on your hands. And the next verse says, be diligent. I want you to do research on the word diligence before you come tomorrow. 
be diligent. You remember I was teaching you about diligent before I said consistent and persistent. In everything you do, don't be good sister yesterday and bad sister today. Don't be good brother yesterday and terrible brother today. I've been gravitating towards this section too long for too much, isn't it? See, all this, I'm speaking, I'm coming to this area more. Is that correct? Go and find out before tomorrow why. I give you assignments. Now, Lord, why is Apostle been going towards this side again and again? And it's not much, not, it didn't go there very much. I think some of you here can identify with my, my, my way of life. What happened to me? It's happened to you, isn't it? We must be wise, like what? Serpent, and be gentle as what? Be diligent. Anything you are diligent in is what you will be successful in. Let's stand up together. We're going to pray that God should help us, every one of us. Let us pray that God should give us insight. Begin to pray for the spirit of insight in these things that we are talking about. That the Lord will grant us sight and grant us insight. Tell the Lord, this is dealing with our mind. Because what we have been talking about is your mind conforming with the mind of Christ. Father, we pray that we will become like you in everything. In speech, we should become like in Jesus' name. Amen. You know why I said amen? Some of you are praying, but some of you are rattling. If I say, by tomorrow a miracle will happen, pray, these chairs will beg for mercy. Because some of you, the way you be shaking the chair, you are praying. <laughs> I have to say amen quick, or else you break my chair. Now, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying that you should pray for something more serious. You know, when we get these things right, you will see tomorrow, when I talk to you briefly, that life is so easy for a Christian to live in this world. Everything you need is inside you by the Holy Spirit. What I'm teaching you are regulations you can follow and your human spirit will begin to subdue to the mind of Christ, your human mind. The more of mind of Christ your mind can simulate or read is the amount of comfort you can command and authority. You know, birds can still bring money. You can walk on the streets and God arrests a rich person who is driving his car along the way and come down and say, I feel that I should give you this money. Something is making me to give it to you. And he will say, what's your account? Right there, it's not fraudulent money. I mean genuine rich man. Are you with me now? You can sit down at home and the Lord will walk into your sitting and say, Hey, my daughter, I have come. And it touches your body. Every sickness in your body instantly will disappear. Jesus still does that. 
in our time. He can tell you that you are looking for a job. Okay, go to this address. He shows it to you. It will remain in your mind. You get out of the place. You look for the job. There, the job is waiting for you. So we serve the God that is so real. You know, people who serve idols, you can see their struggle to satisfy the idols. What they do, pain to satisfy that idol. And we who have grace, take it for granted. No, here, we decide, we will not do that anymore. We will not take God for granted anymore. Okay, so you are praying to the Lord that this my human mind. Help me, oh Jesus. Change my mind to the mind of Christ in me. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. And tell the Lord, it's not how long you pray. But it is praying from your heart, even if it is one minute. Tell God the Holy Spirit, send your fire into my mind. Send your fire into my spirit. Hit it. Tell God the Holy Spirit, cleanse my human mind. Every garbage in me, take them out, Lord, tonight, I ask you. Wash me clean. Wash me clean. Tell the Lord, transform me completely. Tell the Lord, help my mind to understand the mind of Christ in me. My human mind should understand Jesus' mind. Help me to operate the Jesus' mind in me, which is the mind of the Holy Spirit. Father, we bless your holy name. Now pray concerning you're going to bed today, that the Lord will reveal himself to you on your dream. We have received eyes yesterday, sight, ability, insight. <clears throat> Some of us had encounters overnight. Tell the Lord, tell the Lord, Bratelo, Shepalo, Leskelemon, Galadai. Tell the Lord. That tonight the Lord will visit you. Your life should be revealed to you. Your destiny. What is about your life this year that the Holy Spirit of God will reveal to you? The Holy Spirit that lives in you will reveal it to you. Tell the Lord, help me to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. To be sensitive to the Holy Spirit in me. Father, I pray thee. We bless you, our God. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Lord, I commit your sins to your hand. May mercy be shown to them. May grace be multiplied to them. As they have listened today, Lord, every word that came out of my lips to their hearts, retain them and let them germinate good fruits. Let those words you have spoken today change our nature. Let it change our reasoning. Let it change our heart and mind. For those God foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the likeness or the image of the Son of God. Because God have an ultimate aim. That He may be the firstborn among many brothers. The nature of Jesus, let it be fully formed in us. 
the nature of Jesus. Let it be fully formed in our hearts. The nature of Jesus. Let it be fully formed in our mind. Thank you, Lord, because it's done. In Jesus' holy name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Please be seated. Before I take the offering, okay, Pastor, here to come and do your, your. Let me say, if anybody in CFT come to a member of CFT to borrow money, you know what? I didn't do in that time. I was blind. I just give what I don't have. If anybody comes here to borrow money, you know what to do? Ask the person, why can't you borrow it in the bank? You must be qualified to borrow in the bank. Check all the criteria the bank we, we expect for such money to be given. Second, make sure you write down, you know, a small understanding which will be legally binding when both of you sign. Alright, that I'm giving you this money and I'm giving it as a loan and you it will sign that I will pay this money within this period. And make sure the money you cannot give away, don't, don't borrow. Don't lend anybody because our system is so easy. Go to bank. It's not say, ah, I have to, I miss some opportunity. What happened is that you have to bind that, bind that person. If you are able to go and get lawyer, let, her, let him pay. Or from the money, let's say somebody was a business now, like the one they told me, that they have business from Norway to, to Nigeria. If it is now, I'm not so fooled. I will make sure that I draw a contract. I get a, notor- a, a, a lawyer, notarize it. If she doesn't pay, I sanction her by court. And in court, the loser will pay the bill for the winner. Don't say you are my brother, you are my sister. That does not reach there too. Because death can turn a child of God to a child of... I will not mention. Are you with me now? So don't say that. Ah, he's a member of CFT, so I borrowed her. Don't, don't do that. Apostle said, don't give him. Go to court. Go to bank. Am I, am I talking to you? I can tell you many more stories. Because people who always do come. Please, please, I need money, I need money. They have not thought it through. That's what you always end up to. So when you begin to ask for information of why they need the money, and information of that transaction they are talking about, you will discover that they have not thought it through. So when they take their money and put it in, the, in that business, it fails because they do not understand. They just saw, who, who, I want quick money. He that gathered money little by little, make it grow. Somebody who cannot save on a monthly basis cannot pay any loan. You don't loan anybody. Am I talking to you? Huh? Am I talking to you there? I spoil you. It's a good spoil to redeem the life of somebody who is an innocent. God bless thou. Shall we bow our heads and pray over our giving tonight? This is our second day of victory night. Speak to God about your giving. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord God Almighty, 
Because you have blessed us with all spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. And out of the spiritual blessing are translated into a physical blessing. And we worship and magnify thee. Even as we worship you with our substance. In Jesus' holy name we are praying. Shall we say amen together? Let's rise up on our feet and we bless the Lord as we bring our offerings to the Lord.
bless your name because we put our hope in your holy word and thank you for opening our heart to understand this mystery this is a holy offering that is brought by your holy people let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice in jesus holy and anointed name we are praying amen let's be seated please pastor time announcement Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, we thank God for the second day, the second night, um, second day of the month of February, second night, victory night, and God is doing some awesome things in our midst. Can I ask if anyone's joined us for the very first time tonight? If this is your first time tonight, can I ask that you please identify by raising up your hand wherever you are in the auditorium? Anyone join us for the first time tonight? I don't mean it's your name, anyone. I just mean, are you... <laughs> Praise the Lord. Anyone? No one's joined us tonight for the first time. Okay, we probably need to do a bit more work. They're coming tomorrow, aren't they? Yes? Yes? Okay, that's because they, you invited them and told them that Friday is the best night to be here. It's okay. Please invite your friends, family, and those who are watching us online and who can make it tomorrow, please ensure you are here. It is very important we are part of this. God is doing some awesome things and we have had testimonies about what God has been doing in the month of February in the life on the journey of Christ with Tabernacle. And he wants to do something spectacular in your life as an individual in this month of February. And we want to be part of that. So say to, say to your neighbor, neighbor, I'll ensure, no, maybe that's a very strong word. I'll ensure that I let someone know what's happening at Christ Bay Tabernacle Cathedral during the course of tomorrow and invite them. Praise the Lord. I was going to ask that you ensure they're here, but that's a bit strong. Because that's asking too much. But if you ensure that you let someone know, then let the Holy Spirit do His work in them. Praise the Lord. I'd just like to remind or ask, um, I think on Sunday we announced that if you are available to join the transport team for the anniversary, if you are available to volunteer for the transport team for the anniversary, please let yourself know or leave your names or get send your details to the church office let elder charles know give them your details and the day you will be available we still need a few volunteers who would help with all our delegates a number of our delegates are arriving right from the beginning of that week or the weekend before and we need some assistance and the more the merrier i.e if there are more of us available it will be easier you won't have to go be there every day because there are lots of us there so please make yourself known to um, elder charles in the same vein I'd like to ask that if you are, I mean, we've had a few, had a few people request. If you are a woman and you would like to volunteer during the convention to help with looking after and supporting the tabernacle women and looking after our guests, please leave your details with Elder Charles as well. 
please let Elder Charles know that there are a few women who have already approached that they would like to serve, but we'd like you to please leave your names with Elder Charles. If you are able to, if you don't know the details, just send an email to admin at cftchurches.org for the attention of Elder Charles. I am volunteering for XYZ, and the Lord will bless you as you do that. Tomorrow evening we'll be here at 8 p.m. Please be here on time. And we'll be breaking bread as well. And as always, we know God is going to be doing some wonderful things in our midst. God bless you real good. I'd like to invite our Father and the Lord. Sir. That's a cockroach clap. <laughs> Amen. Look at them. Now, can I just say to us that yesterday the Lord directed me to anoint members of this house. But I recognize the fact that bus and train did not work. You remember yesterday they were shut down. But because I didn't make it up, I saw the Lord's hand pouring oil upon you. And so I acted. But I prayed for every member of this house. So tomorrow, if you miss the anointing service yesterday, make sure you come tomorrow. And those who miss the anointing service yesterday, tomorrow I will have time to anoint them. Also, those of you who give testimonies on the Overcomers Night, your testimonies did not come out on the YouTube. So I will give opportunity to you to come again and give those testimonies. Uh, uh, tomorrow is Friday, isn't it? So, you, you will come again and give the testimonies. And also, somebody had shared with me an encounter with the Lord, which is direct instruction to the church. I will ask that person to come and, you know, share it with the church. But tomorrow is going to be fully loaded. I mean, <laughs> you remember prophecy of yesterday? You remember... <clears throat> the Lord said within seven days that the impossibility of your life shall be made possible. Then the Lord said that those of you who have been waiting hopefully for something, it will begin to manifest. And I make that the declaration begin by tomorrow. Today we have started getting testimonies. Testimonies. Now you expect, because prophecy happens only to those who believe. And work at it with expectation. Do we get it now? So if you are open for something, let your hope now turn to thanksgiving. And expect you will receive it before the days are over. Shall we rise up together, please? Amen. Shall we stretch our hands before the Lord? Let me speak the blessings of God upon you. May the Lord... May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from his sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offering. May the Lord give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious. And we shall be victorious in every battle. 
and we will lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you. And may the God of Bethel, who revealed himself to Abraham and Jacob at Bethel, may he reveal himself to you on your dreams. And in the physical, may you hear his audible voice. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Amen. Shall we read Hebrew together? 13, 20 and 21. Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Before you share the grace, can I say to you, when we read any scripture with an uplifted hand, you must understand. I, will, I want you to go and check in the Bible. All the verses where the Bible says, lift up your hand before the Lord. And you will understand what that means. You cannot do anything apart from lifting up your hand. I saw one of you in the video when I was watching did this. You don't do that before God. is rude. You don't do this before God. He's very rude. It is the honor you are given to man. Also, when you are told to lift up your hand, you don't do this. To the living God, you are making a proclamation on that oath. And when the Lord will bless, He lifts up His hand to bless His people. And when you read to the Lord, you lift up your hand to the living God. He has a great significance. It's not just somebody crack his head and say that. Do we get it now? Do we get it now? So whenever we do that, be conscious of what you are doing because you are drawing from the Most High God. Now read to somebody the general grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. To yourself, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. There shall be showers of blessing, it will fall in your house.
welcome to your confession. Amen. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. Please be seated, and the ushers will guide you out. Pastor Reggie.